for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Yes, we are back for another week, week number five of the brand new Newsmax Daily podcast with me, Rob Carson. Welcome to the show. Please come inside. Today we've got special guests. Diamond and Silk, they're going to join me very shortly on the show, talk a little bit about what's going on in uh, Minneapolis and around the world with this uh, this race riots. They're race riots, by the way. And I'm just going to mention something real quick here. This is a theory that I proposed years ago. I said that when Barack Obama left the White House, he was going to, like a movie villain walking away from uh, an explosion, he was going to walk very calmly and coolly away from the White House in Washington, D.C., and he was going to casually flick a lit cigarette into a stream of gasoline coming from the White House in Washington, D.C., and he's going to calmly and coolly not even flinch as it explodes. That's what he did, kids. Ultimately, I'm always right. That's what we're saying right here. One of the things is, uh, you know, I'm kind of, a, I guess, a fresh voice to talk radio because I, I waited to get into talk radio. I, I wanted to get some life experience under my belt. When you do have life experience under your belt, you can have more of an impact. And, you know, you, you notice things. So there's all that. And then also we kind of make it funny, too. And we will try to make it funny today. We will try. There is some absurdity. But uh, it's going to be a little bit tough. By the way, Joe Biden said, admitted, after he got off the golf course, by the way, he got off the, he got off the golf course, he walked towards reporters, the reporters asked him, you know, about the, the border crisis. He admitted it's a crisis. And then he said, well, let's go play some golf then. And they said, yeah, yeah, Mr. President, you just played 18 with a cart. Um, yeah. He said he had a six handicap, by the way, which uh, apparently uh, most golfers are saying. <laughs> sure, sure, you got a six handicap. Yeah, you do. You Sure, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he is admitting, and the audio is going to be not the best, but uh, admitting that there is a border crisis. Kevin. No, he said crisis. There you go. That's 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 the uh, that's what you needed to hear. It's bad audio because it was being you know filmed from feet away as he gets into a waiting limousine to go but hit the golf course after he already played eighteen holes. By the way, um, the the emperor of Japan was in the, the president of Japan was in the capital this weekend, and apparently Kamala Harris was there because the president couldn't uh, be there initially for the greeting. But here he is uh, talking about the winner of this year's Masters being uh, an Asian American, a Japanese American. Call him call him boy between our nations. And Yossi, I know how proud you are of the people of Japan are. And uh, you've got a Japanese boy coming over here, and guess what? A Japanese boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, you've got a Japanese boy coming over here, and guess what? He won the Masters. He won- Not sure he would have said that if the, uh, if the uh, golfer came from Somalia. Yeah, and it's, it maybe maybe not, but you know Joe has been pretty racisty in his past, so yeah, you know he probably didn't even notice it. Probably didn't even notice it. Now the big story of the day is Maxine Waters going to Minneapolis. This I can't be funny about. Maxine Waters went to Minneapolis this weekend and stoked violence and called for a guilty verdict of Derek Chauvin. No ifs ands or buts about it. She called for a guilty verdict and basically said if that is not if that is not delivered, then the resistance should continue. And she incited violence. And a couple hours after she spoke, 
A National Guard Humvee was shot at. The two soldiers in the front seat were injured by flying glass. Now, for those of you who say that Donald Trump stoked violence at the Capitol riots, we all know that was proven wrong because the president was impeached for nothing. There was no evidence of any of that. This is evidence something happened. She recommended it. By the way, a 70-year-old girl was fatally shot Sunday afternoon while her father sustained gunshot injuries as they sat inside a vehicle at a McDonald's drive through in Chicago. Four o'clock in the afternoon at Holman Square neighborhood, according to the Chicago police, both victims were inside the vehicle when they heard gunshots and felt pain. The seven-year-old girl is Jaslyn Adams of Oak Park. She was hit several times and was taken to Chicago uh, by police officers to uh, Stroger Hospital, where she was pronounced dead. And Maxine Waters won't go to Chicago, and Al Sharpton will not go to Chicago, and Jesse Jackson will not go to Chicago, because her life doesn't matter. Because it wasn't at the hands of a white police officer, you see. But this happens every weekend in Chicago. Here's uh, Maxine Waters in Minneapolis, and there are calls for her to be expelled from Congress. I agree 100,000%. Reform. And so, yes, I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racists are opposed to it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this, we've got to stay in the street, and we've got to... We've got to demand justice. As a black man, despite all of the efforts, I feel like nothing changes. And George Floyd is waking so many people up, yet nothing has happened just, you know, despite the rhetoric. Like what, what needs to happen that's different this year? What needs to happen that's different well, than all the years we're before? We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict. They call this a lynch mob, ironically enough. We are looking for a guilty verdict. Oh, and by the way, uh, congratulations to uh, Maxine Waters. Uh, if there is a mistrial, it's all on you, girl. And we're looking to see if all of the fault that took place and has been taking place after they saw what happened to George Floyd, if nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am... Now, she just called it for fighting, fight, fight for justice. Remember when uh, Donald Trump said fight for America and things like that, and it was it was incendiary? And I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that they say guilty, guilty, guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. She is telling the crowd that if it is not guilty then there should be a fight. Then there should be violence. And if we don't, we, got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, manslaughter isn't going to be enough. You see, we've got the gallows in the courthouse square erected, and they must be used. Oh, no, no, this is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned... No, he's guilty of murder if he doesn't get convicted of murder. There will be violence. Congressman, what happens if we do not get get what you just told. What should the people do? What should protesters do? What should people do if there's not a guilty of murder verdict? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street. Uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to get more active and more confrontational. There has never been a more clear-cut example of a lynch mob 
saying that they demand a guilty verdict or there will be violence. This woman needs to be removed from Congress and shamed back to her district. Unfortunately, with Democrats in control, I doubt that will happen. It is sickening. And I'm just trying not to be too serious at times, but I'm just done. I think patriotic America, just done. I live in the the heart of America. I have Sikhs on one side of me and an interracial couple on the other side of me and down the street are Japanese people and no hate crimes are happening and they all love America and they all have flags flying in front of their homes and if you bring that to my neighborhood, you're going to get your butt handed to you. Auntie Maxine. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was on this show and hopefully going to get her on again, uh, said in response to comments by Representative Maxine Waters to get more confrontational that she be, uh, that Congress, well, she is going to actually introduce a resolution expelling her from Congress. She said that uh, she is a danger to our society for her continual incitement of violence, and she's been doing it for years. Early Sunday morning, two National Guard members were shot but luckily sustained only minor injuries mere hours after Waters spoke at a rally in Brooklyn Center late Saturday night. Think about the insanity of that. Firing on a National Guard Humvee, that is the kind of delirium that is being inspired by this anti-police movement, which is based on a lie. It's based on a lie. I'll get into some statistics here in just a second. One of them is that the black-on-black murder rate in this country is 12.9 times the national average. 12.9 times the national average. Instances of a police shooting an unarmed black man, you have a better shot at getting struck by lightning. And you're more likely to get shot if you're a white person. After traveling across state lines to incite riots, her orders recorded... On video last night at Brooklyn Center directly led to more violence and drive-by shooting of National Guardsmen in Minnesota early this morning, wrote Green. She called for a guilty verdict. She said if they don't get convicted of murder, to be violent, essentially. Unbelievable. 99% of the people in this country do not want this country to become this. We don't want this to become this. We love our country as founded. We were always proud to stand during the national anthem. And almost every time we heard it and saw planes fly over or just heard the song, we teared up. There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with it. Oh, by the way, NBA numbers, because of all the woke protests, down 45%. 45% on, uh, on uh, ABC, TNT down 40%, ESPN 20%. In September, Harris poll found that 39% of respondents who identified as sports fans felt the NBA had become too political. 19% said they had turned off pro basketball because of the NBA's deep links in China. There you go. Here's Maxine Water. She's uh, responding to uh, Rashida Tlaib, who wants to get rid of the police. And, and I want to I want to build the halfway house for convicted rapists released from prison. I want to see that in her neighborhood and see how she feels about it. I'm just saying, murderers, rapists, serial killers. If we want to get rid of incarceration and police, let's build halfway houses in Democrat neighborhoods, Democrat leader neighborhoods, and since they're cool with it, that should be fine. Here she is talking about Rashida Tlaib's call for no policing and how uh, Maxine Waters loves her for it. And so I can understand the disgust. Uh, I can understand uh, the feelings that so many have about we've got to get some justice in both of these cases. She's blinded by hate. 
and filled with absolute ignorance. And so that's a deadly combination. I know uh, that my colleague speaks her mind. And she's and when she speaks her mind, it doesn't say much because her mind is so little. Said what was in her heart. And I understand she that. said was in what was in her mind. She wouldn't say anything very well. And I'm here today uh, because, number one, I want to show uh, that there are members of Congress who really care about what is happening uh, with these cases and whether or not we're going to get justice or whether or not the police unions and the lies. That and the only justice that she sees is if, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the evidence, the police officer is convicted. They tell are going to win. And so she spoke her mind, and I appreciate that, and I love her for it. You are such a dim wit, D-E-M wit, honestly. Uh, it is time to just say nonsense. Absolute nonsense. We are be being governed with nonsense. We are being told we have to sit six feet apart from somebody and wear a stupid mask. Nonsense. We are being told that schools can't open because of COVID. Nonsense. We are being told that it is 1968 and 1863 all wrapped up in one package with a bow on it, and it's nonsense. Nonsense. Chris Cuomo, CNN, a profoundly ignorant man, on his Cuomo primetime show, said basically that the only thing is going to get people to support police reform is when white people's kids start getting killed when white people's kids start getting killed now you look at that uh, young man the 13 year old um, mr toledo he was out in the morning at two o'clock shooting at random cars from a car with a gun that he had on his person or near him when he was shot by police he had gun residue on his hands he also had become a member of the latin king's gang and he had their insignia branded onto his body my daughter has done none of those, and my son has done none of those either. They're never out at 2 o'clock in the morning. If they are, they're in their rooms, and they're usually uh, playing Minecraft. But here is uh, Chris Cuomo's profoundly ignorant uh, and incendiary statement. This explains why CNN has lost 50% of its audience. Because you want to make the problem them. Takes the onus off the idea that you're wrong about policing not needing to change. Forget that police are trained to deal with non-compliance with force that is not lethal. Hey, comply or die. You know what I mean? And you know what the answer is? You really do. You don't like it. I don't like it. It scares me. Now, I'm, before he says this, I don't know why he would say this. Because it is, uh, as I mentioned, profoundly ignorant and uh, cruel. I'll just say it's cruel. If it's for ratings, if CNN is this desperate for ratings that they say, go say anything incendiary that will get us noticed, I wouldn't put it past them. Listen to what this fool has to say. Shootings, gun laws, access to weapons. Oh, you, I know when they'll change. Your kids start getting killed. White people's kids start getting killed. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smoking that doobie that's actually legal probably in your state now, but they don't know what it was. And then the kid runs and it pop, 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 pop. What an idiot. What a colossal moron. What a maroon, what a gullible, according to uh, uh, Bugs Money. Cop was justified. Why'd you run? Oh, he had a baseball game tonight. Huh. 
White kid. Oh, big family. That house over there. Wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> if this is for ratings, I mean, <laughs> boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Wow. 2018, 6.5 million police interactions with black people. And between uh, 1 in 300 and 1 in 500,000 people, <clears throat> their chances of being killed by a cop. That was that was essentially what it was. Pretty similar to chances of being struck by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we're still not looking in the inner cities, and we still let seven-year-olds get shot at McDonald's, and it's no big deal. Democrat-run cities, I mentioned this. Murders up 65% in Chicago, 58% in New York City, 200% in L.A., Louisville, 87%, Minneapolis, 64%, St. <laughs> Louis, uh, it looks like it's up to about 87%. Uh, by the way, um, in St. Louis, you have a uh, three times more uh, likely to be shot to death in St. Louis than in Mexico. Wow, 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 wow. Here is a Black Lives Matter uh, activist. This guy is... Um, not going to get any sort of a uh, prize for intelligence. Um, he did a call to action um, during a jail killer cops rally in Washington, D.C. on Friday evening. His name is Raheem B. And he spoke in Black Lives Matter Plaza. And uh, this is kind of like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she speaks or Chris Cuomo. You might lose a few IQ points just listening to him speak. When it was, but I think it was earlier this week with Dante Wright, it pissed me off. And it pissed me off because he's 20 years old and he is a father. So when that baby grows up and that baby ends up doing something wild or insane in some eyes, people... You mean like uh, robbing someone at gunpoint of rent money like Dante Wright did? I'm say, damn, it's because the father in his life, you don't even know why the father not in his life. The father in his life... Yeah, in the inner cities in America, African-American uh, uh, families... Uh, 80% of the time in the household, there's no dad there. The father was killed by the system. And the system is killing people every single day. Oh boy. In the courtroom, you got people locked up for 20 years facing life mm. sentences for crimes that they didn't commit. But how far are you willing to go for this justice? Because me... Oh, here's where he's going to get all threatening. I quit my job. Talk about it. You I, had a job? You, wait a minute. You had a job. Seriously. I lost my job. Talk about it. Got another job. Talk about it. Quit that one. Talk about <laughs> it. Now quit saying talk about it. I'm trying to talk over here. <laughs> I done did a lot of things. And then, when people say revolution, you got to ask yourself, what are you... What did you do? You did a lot of things. What? Really willing to lose because you're going to lose your mental health. You might go crazy some days. You're not going to be able to pay taxes. You're not going to be able to go to work. You're going to lose family and friends. Boy, he's just all over the place here. I don't agree with you. Talk about it. I'm 21 years old, and I'm and I'm ready to dedicate my life to change. My turn. Talk about it. And to bring about that change, it's not going to always be pretty, and it's not going to be peaceful. I don't uh. condemn people who, who loot. I support them for looting. I support people who, who take matters in their own hands. He supports people for looting. Yeah, there you go. Like I said, not not exactly a, somebody you're going to get a cancer cure from. want to set something on fire, go do that. Voting is not if you're gonna if you're gonna set something on fire, go ahead and do that. There you go. This is like Maxine Waters. Gonna bring us there. As you can see, y'all, we voted in the new president, Joe Biden. Brainwashed. But I told folks straight up, Joe Biden ain't gonna do nothing for us because Joe Biden was in office as the vice president when the Black Lives Matter movement started. It ain't nothing. Which was based on a lie and and it's corrupt too, by the way. Change. We've been protesting for a really long time. How how much longer can we protest and march in the streets before people are ready? really ready to get blood on their hands because one of these days it's going to have to come to that okay there you go kids there you go i i don't know what else to tell you that is an a, a threat of violence that is a a, a, a condoning looting and lawlessness and anarchy uh and it, this cannot stand
It cannot stand. And where's Barack Obama? Well, you see, he flicked his cigarette into the gas. And he's walking away and he's sitting in one of his uh, palatial estates. Mm-hmm. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy Sunday pressed uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to take action against Maxine Waters for inciting violence. Of course, she won't do anything. She won't do anything. Oh, here's an Antifa chant in Denver. You'll like this. And, and again, if you feel this way, please, please, please. I think we should, we should find the money for airfare or boat fare to Cuba, someplace where the other like-minded government officials live, and, and you should go there. No prisons, no walls, no USA at all. No prisons, no walls, no USA at all. Again, I, I want the halfway houses for serial killers, uh, rapists, uh, and murderers to be placed in Democrat districts near Democrat leaders. Like, they would actually follow you all the way out until you got to the river. Like, I remember which time I was in the car that happened. USA at all. Like make sure you cross it. Mm-hmm. No walls. No USA at all. No intelligence at all. Okay. Uh, honestly, wow, I'm getting a headache. Just, just, just getting a headache from this. Uh, did I mention you're listening to the Newsmax Daily, which, by the way, is available now on NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. Let's talk about uh, COVID, shall we? Shall we, uh, shall we talk about COVID? <laughs> A little more madness, a little bit more madness. Oh, this is funny. Oh, I just want to mention something because this will be forgotten otherwise. Okay, this will be forgotten otherwise. Did you realize the Rangers Philly game that was filled to capacity with 28,000 stands that was going to be a super spreader event and kill thousands of people, according to the mainstream media, which has not been mentioned since the game? It happened two weeks ago today. Two weeks ago today, and oddly enough, in Dallas. There's not a massive number of new infections and emergency rooms being overrun. The same goes in Philadelphia, where fans uh, presumably went back to Philadelphia. God forbid. I'm sorry you have to do that. But uh, went, went back to Philadelphia. And as I've heard this morning, no super spreader event apparently occurred at the baseball game. So there you go. As states around the country lift COVID-19 restrictions, Oregon is supposed to go in the opposite direction, and many residents are fuming about it. They want to extend the uh, rules requiring masks and social distancing in all businesses in the state, basically forever. Michelle Wood, administrator, uh, Michael Wood, I should say, administrator, well, you never know, and, you know, it's, it's Oregon. Anyway, administrator of the state's Department of Occupational Safety and Health said the move is necessary to address a technicality in state law that requires a permanent rule to keep current restrictions from expiring. We are not out of the woods yet. But the idea prompted a flood of angry phone calls, everyone from parents to teachers to business owners and employees crying government overreach. Woods Agency received a record number of public comments, mostly critical, uh, and nearly 60,000 residents signed a petition against the proposal. Do you know why? Because we're sick of the BS. We are sick of being played. We are sick of having our freedoms taken away from us. Now, Anthony Fauci doesn't believe your freedoms have been taken away. He doesn't. Now, I don't know about you, and maybe we've been desensitized to it, but when the government says you can't go to church, that's like a First Amendment thing. When the government says that you can't uh, rally in the public square, it's a First Amendment thing. When the government says you can't gather with your friends in your home, wow. You can't go to a concert, you can't go to a restaurant, businesses can't operate. 
You have to stay at home. You have to be in bed at a certain time. You cannot be outside. That is totalitarian restrictions on your freedom, and it's unacceptable. It has to be unacceptable. But here's Anthony Fauci. Here's Anthony Fauci. Well, talking about uh, talking about masks. First of all, get it, no, no, let's do that. Let's start with this. Fauci um, uh, basically, uh, after he got his uh, rear end handed to, after he got his mask handed to him <laughs> by Jim Jordan in Congress. Of course, CNN gave him a platform to rebut this. You were quite restrained when you were uh, testifying under oath in Congress. You're on cable TV now. You want to say anything more? You're about on a friendly liberal network, and we know how much you love that, Anthony. Uh, what you really thought? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't enjoy those kind of confrontations, but I mean... You don't have to have to answer for all the mandates and crap that you've been spewing. It was very, very clear... Yeah, he was talking about liberties that were being restricted. This has nothing to do with liberties, Dana. Which Did you not just hear what I said? Did you not just hear what... Well, he did because this is recorded. We can't go to church. We can't meet in the public square. We can't be with our friends. We have people being ratting out neighbors, neighbors ratting out neighbors, and, and walking in the houses and, and, and pounding on bookcase walls. Is there anybody behind there? Is there any behind there? And he doesn't get, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I mean, the, the, it was very, very clear. You know, he was talking about liberties that were being restricted. This has nothing to do with liberties, oh. Dana. We're talking about the fact that 560,000 people in our country have died. We're talking about 70,000, 60 to 70,000 new infections per day. I don't see any body pits. Uh, my daughter goes to a school where... 2,600 kids are in the school and teachers and faculty, and nobody died. That's the issue. This is a public health issue. It's not a civil liberties issue. Oh, yes, it is. It is. It is both of those things. And honestly, uh, it's BS. Protect the vulnerable. Protect the vulnerable. Let us keep our freedoms. Honestly, unbelievable. Here he is talking to Chuck Todd. Now, Anthony Fauci says, even though you've been uh, vaccinated, okay, if you've been vaccinated, you still should wear a mask. Why should you wear a mask? Because masks broadcast fear. Here he is talking with Chuck Todd over the weekend. Why does a vaccinated person have to wear a mask? Okay, this is something that as we get more information, it's going to be pulling back that you won't have to. But the, currently, the reason is that when you get vaccinated, you are clearly diminishing dramatically your risk of getting infected. That's one of the things we've got to make sure every. Well, see, that's what vaccines are for and, and always have been, sir. Everybody understands. You yeah. dramatically diminish it. However, what happens is that you might get infected and get absolutely no symptoms. Which most people do, actually. That's, that's one thing. My mom's 91. She, she went and got tested. They said she was positive. She had the antibody, but she never knew she had it. Not know you're infected. And what a terrible disease! Then inadvertently go into... Have you noticed that there are no list of symptoms? Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that there aren't PSA saying, if you experience this symptom and this symptom, and this symptom go to your local area and get your vaccine or get your test? Because it's all over the road. I've heard everything from the... the uh, uh, I heard a guy got his leg amputated because he had COVID. I've heard everything. And by the way, COVID is being put on death certificates where COVID, you know, the person died in a motorcycle accident or from gunfire, okay? We went from 740,000 people hospitalized for flu last season to 165, okay? You're being played. Protect the vulnerable. 
Leave the rest of us the hell alone. A situation with vulnerable people. And if you don't have a mask, you might inadvertently infect them. Now, there's a small risk. Of- you know, the average uh, age for COVID death is 78. That's the average age people live to in this country. That, but it's there. The other thing is that there may be variants that are circulating. We know New York. Oh, there's a new variant. It could be another variant. You know, that just you never know. Area has their own a variant. Right. A five two six. There's a South Africa. What about uh, Des Moines? Does Des Moines have a variant, or is it just New York? Just New York that has the variant. Are you sure it's not? Uh, you know, uh, Owatonna, Minnesota. They don't have a variant. Variant. Fortunately, Arowatana, Minnesota, where did that come from? For us, Chuck, the 117 variant that is dominant in Europe and in UK is right. also now dominant in the United States. Thank goodness the vaccine works very well against that variant. Oh, I just don't even know. Honestly, wow. Wake up. Here is uh, Chris Cuomo attacking Ted Cruz for refusing to wear a mask after he's been vaccinated in the Capitol. There's nothing wrong with wanting to know. I know, I know. A little bit too much Chris Cuomo. If you're going to listen to him talk, you might want to just not drive for a while because you might, uh, you know, you might wreck your car because you're under the influence of stupid. When this could all end. But it's hard to see how attacking Fauci helps. You know when it ends. It ends when they get our crap together, right? Two plus two equals cheeseburger. You get the vaccines and you get to a certain point and you have too many people. Have you been vaccinated, sir? Oh, no. Remember he hid in his basement and he said that he was talking to his dead father and he uh, he was uh, hallucinating and all this while he was going to his second house and screaming at a guy from mountain biking by his house. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. On the right. Have you been vaccinated there? Crisco? Crisco? Don't want to get the vaccine. Science tells us cases are rising because the variant is bad. It's a variant. It's a, the Owatonna, Minnesota variant. And you have 23% of Americans fully vaccinated. Now, a lot of that 23% are the older and the vulnerable, and that's going to help us. But if we don't get 50, 60, 70%, and we're not doing the mitigation, it's going to take more time. Everybody yeah. knows that. Sure. Okay? So. Yeah. You haven't been vaccinated yet. That's why it is baffling. when you have- And I think the reason is because there's probably a very bad reaction to steroids. People like Senator Ted Cruz joining Rand Paul and ditching his mask Yay. as they walk the halls of Congress. Why don't you have one on, sir? Cruz explains, at this point, I've been vaccinated. Everybody working in the Senate has been vaccinated. No, not your staff. Not a lot of people in the media. They haven't gotten it. And the current CDC well, why not? If it's such a good thing, see guidelines states very clearly that if you're vaccinated, you got to still keep taking precautions like wearing a mask. You can still get sick. You won't be as sick, but you can give it nonsense. It's all nonsense. <sighs> Boy, I hate to start Mondays off like this. <laughs> Here is a uh, Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. And by the way, he had dinner with uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I've got a golden ticket. I think you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis. Golden. Okay, you get it. I think the messaging on this has been horrific. The messaging should be... Presidential ticket, just for you Democrats who are listening. Get a vaccine because it's good for you to do it. It works. You're not going to have to be uh, doing anything like abnormal. You can live your life. I mean, that has got to be what the message is. Unfortunately... I think the message has been very muddled when you tell people, oh, yeah, yeah, this is important. Go get the vaccine. But then you still got a social day. You can't do that. Rangers Philly game two weeks ago. Nobody died. You can't do that. You can't eat in a restaurant. Some of the people are no super spreader event saying that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's a huge, huge blunder uh, to be able to do it. So the challenge for us is going to be 
we're going to have vaccine available and you're not going to be able uh, to probably fill up the appointments. And, and I think that that's going to be. Why are so many people not getting vaccinated? I mean, honestly, uh, this is the pandemic of, of all pandemics. These are like, uh, you know, they got carts being pulled through the streets like in uh, London with uh, with uh, wooden wheels stacked with bodies because, you know, it's the worst thing. And no, no, that's actually not happening. And it never has. Never has in Canada. They're uh, they're insane. In Canada, the Ontario Premier Doug Ford announced a new extreme public health restrictions that tightened existing restrictions and enacted new, even stricter ones. But law enforcement is saying, nah. Ontario Solicitor General Sylvia Jones said uh, that uh, neighbors should snitch on one another if they don't abide by new restrictions. Here are several of these leaders, including Doug Ford. Listen to this and, uh, and be chilled by it. We've implemented the strictest measures in all of North America. And the difficult truth is, every public health measure we have left comes with a massive cost to people and their lives. But we have never shied away from doing what's necessary. We have made the... That's why Canada is such a superpower. ...deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Moving forward... Police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide their purpose for not being at home. Okay, let's listen to this again from this soulless bureaucrat. Listen to how she speaks. Listen to how she speaks. By the way, 39 of uh, 45 police agencies throughout in, in Ontario said they would not enforce the restrictions. But again, listen to the soulless bureaucrat. Police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Moving forward... Police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide their purpose for not being at home and provide their home address. Wow. Show us your papers. Police will also have the authority to stop a vehicle to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. Oh, my God in heaven. Are you listening to this? Are you listening to this? This was, see, in Nazi Germany, this was unspoken. Yeah, they didn't do PSAs for it. This was just unspoken. This is what happened when you got pulled over. Oh, my God. Let's hear a little more of this. And our inspectors will also be... Another bureaucrat. ...ensuring that those who absolutely must come to work are strictly following the public health measures. For our employers and employees, take note. This is your last warning. I'm wondering about these new police powers to just randomly stop someone walking down the street or to pull over a car. <laughs> what this. happens if uh, if a person refuses to answer the police question? Uh-oh. So by issuing these new additional enforcement measures, it allows police officers to ask the person why they are not at their place of residence and what their place of residence is. And specifically to your question, um, if you are not willing to comply, then you are breaking the law. If you are not willing to comply, oh boy. I mean, honestly, guys, we, we've reached a point, and that's Canada. But really, we've, we've reached that point. The, the, the camel's back is bowed in the middle. And Joe Biden's about to place one more straw on it. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Oh, one more thing here. This is an Army vet. This guy, he was a uh, Army drill sergeant, and he assaulted a mentally ill black man. Now, I do not agree with this in any way, shape, or form. I don't know why he did it. I don't know what his cause was. 
if he uh, did say this uh, and, and if it was is his fault and if it was racist in any way, shape, or form, he should be held accountable. However, Black Lives Matter should not be in front of this man's house screaming at him, including this guy who claims that he's there. His Air Force veteran, Harley, uh, what's his name? Uh, his last name's Harley. And, uh, and he said that he was dying of COVID, but he had to come out and protest in front of this guy's house. I come to you today that you don't deserve to serve another second in the United States Army. Yes. Now, you know, he said he's literally sick and dying of COVID. So what does he do? Well, he's not being hurt, so he takes his mask off. You took a oath to support and defend the, mask. the Constitution of the United States of America, of enemies, foreign, and domestic. Yeah! You Yeah. Wow. I mean, honestly, wow. To have service before self. You are supposed to defend uh-huh. this country. Yeah. You are supposed... By the way, the, uh, the, 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 the drill sergeant, Jonathan Pentland. To have excellence in all that... This is Shay Harley, by the way. You do. Yes. And I'm here today to let you know I came from my home. I am dying. I have COVID. He's came from his home. He's dying and he has COVID. I am dying. I have COVID. And I'm sick. Okay, so he's he's taking the uh, victimhood thing to a new level by saying he's dying of COVID. Uh, apparently, he explained later that he uh, he didn't mean it literally. Instead, he was describing an overall feeling of not being well after he contracted the illness a second time. It's just, I, I felt like I was dying. And so he decided to go out and take his mask off in front of other people. Hey, let's talk about some great guests and great topics on Newsmax TV, shall we? Because there are a lot of really, really cool things going on. Uh, this is uh, Greg Kelly talking with John Catanzara. He is a Chicago Police Department official talking about Lori Lightfoot and uh, and some things she said about police shootings. John Catanzara, she seemed to be putting a lot of blame on you guys. Well, thanks for having me first. Uh, I will say I find it ironic she's throwing police under the bus, but I can guarantee you she's going to have 300 officers or more outside her house tonight because there's a scheduled protest expected to head to her house. So the same police she vilifies on a regular basis will definitely be her best friend in the next several hours. It's so hypocritical. But you talked about something wrong with the neighborhood, family, or whatever the case may be. Just yesterday, a young 17-year-old girl was shot in a passing vehicle, quite similar to what these two offenders were doing to a passing vehicle. And she got struck in the head. Talking about the uh, the uh, Toledo, the young man, the 13-year-old. Taken to a hospital where she tragically died. Less than one mile from where this incident occurred. This is nothing new, 13-year-olds carrying guns. We're coming up on a 20-year anniversary, June 30th, of Officer Brian Strauss being killed in the middle of the night in an alley by a 16-year-old gangbanger. I know that for a fact because Brian was my friend and my class commander in the academy. So when they say 13 years old, the gun doesn't ask for ID before they allow you to pull the trigger. Absolutely, and that's what happened. Again, I told you, he uh, was a member of the Latin Kings gang. He had gun residue on his hands. He's been randomly firing the gun at people at two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, this happens. Here is uh, Greg Kelly talking with Jack Brewer about the real problem, which is inner city culture. Why don't uh, people like Barack Obama, who have such clout in communities of color. And I say that because I don't want to see another generation of kids grow up, grow up in it. 
actually make this uh, this argument, make this case that uh, families have got to start sticking together. But I'm a white guy, so I can't say that. More than or I'm a racist. They are right now. Because they're putting their pockets over the welfare of the people. This is the reason why I supported Barack Obama in 2008. It was because of comments like this. It was because I thought that he would act uh, as a disciplinary black man in a culture that needs some discipline. Uh, we need Bar the, what's happening with Barack Obama. How about serve as an example as a father and a husband? On down, even even you know you talk about the mayor of that of the city in Minneapolis, uh, Brooklyn Center, where that kid uh, just got shot. All of these African-American leaders, just like you just watched, Lori Lightfoot, African-American woman, we can't keep using this race conversations when you look across the major cities of America and the majority of our cities have black mayors, black city commissioners, uh, black school board members. We are in power places in, in the government, but we won't take a stand. But the problem is they have the, the letter D in front of their titles, and that generally means nothing is going to get fixed. Against this culture that we've allowed to penetrate into our children. We have to look and take responsibility for ourselves instead of always trying... Personal responsibility? To ...blame a white police Poppycock. officer. We don't want to do these... I don't think I've ever used poppycock in a sentence. Jobs. So the white police officers are, are out there trying to get home to their family, but we don't want to We don't want to look at them as we look at ourselves. It's ridiculous. We have to stop this. Now, I'm not going to take up for every action of a police officer. And nobody is. Officer, because some police officers make mistakes, and they should be held accountable. Yes. But we can't... But Maxine Waters said they should all be convicted of murder. Point at every single situation. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And try to make it into white versus black. Everyone is not racist. And definitely every police officer, especially if he's roaming the streets of Chicago, is not racist. Yeah, because you, your career would end up in pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Sebastian Gorka filled in for Grant Stinchfield and talked to Sheriff Mark Lamb of Pinal County, Arizona, about the crisis there and how much things were better when Trump was president. Oh, I was serving, and it was a very enjoyable four years as far as immigration. You know, I just listened to Mallorca saying that it was President Trump that dismantled those policies. Any policies no. he may have dismantled would have been the garbage, ineffective policies by his predecessor, Obama. Yep. But you know what? He didn't blame him. He went to work and tried to fix the problems. And every time we had an issue in law enforcement, we could bring it to his people. They listened to our voices. They worked with us, and we were able to solve it. The fact that they are trying to say that these policies are now ineffective is just a flat-out lie. The fact is, what we had in place under President Trump was working. If they would have just continued with that, we could have kept holding the line. It is shameful that they are trying to blame President Trump uh, when it's... Because here's the thing. It's their policy. It's a continuation of Barack Obama's policy. They know exactly what they're doing, guys. The only reason why Joe Biden said the word crisis was because his polling has gone south on this. The same thing happened with the violent riots all last summer. No Democrat said a darn thing about it until it started affecting Joe Biden's polling numbers. They don't care about the crisis of the border. If they did, Kamala Harris would have visited. She's been the czar of the border for 24 days and hasn't gone, hasn't said a peep about it. So honestly, just use some common sense. Just use some common sense and realize they're not on our side on just about everything. Let's move on to uh, Jenna Ellis about court packing, which is the next step the Democrats want to do to ensure they don't get their butts handed to them in 2022. 
So, Jenna, I, I guess you agree with uh, Joe Biden. This is a boneheaded idea. Yes, and, you know, he said that a year before I was born, and I wish that he would go back in time. And actually, uh, when he knew that uh, his surroundings, and he actually had, I think, a little bit of competence. Of you know, Joe Biden said that uh, packing the court was boneheaded in 1983. Understanding what he was saying back then. But, you know, listen, this is all about the Democrats wanting to dismantle and destroy our system of government mm -hmm. when they can't can't win on their policies. Mm -hmm. They know that this is not about America first. This isn't about protecting and preserving our rights and actually championing policy that's consistent with the U.S. Getting rid of the filibuster, saying that uh, voting reform or uh, vote reform is uh, is racist in Jim Crow. Constitution, when they're interested. Wanting to pass H.R. 1. Producing bills like abolishing the Electoral College, mm -hmm. uh, like making D.C. a state, like packing the Supreme Court. This is all about undermining our separation of powers and just getting, uh, with respect to the Supreme Court, just getting more judges that will agree with their agenda. It's like in gymnastics or ice skating in the Olympics. If the ice skater sucks, the gymnast team sucks, and they can't win on their own merit, <laughs> they just try to add four, five, six more judges to give them the score of 10 so that they can win. That's all this is about. Well said, Jenna. Very, very nice. Here is uh, Rob Schmidt talking to Alan Dershowitz about why Officer Chauvin decided not to take the stand on Friday in the in his trial. There are only two issues in the case, causation and intention. And it seems to me that despite the fact that there was some good defense evidence on causation being the heart condition, the blood pressure, the uh, carbon monoxide, the drugs, I think the prosecution wins that argument. I think in the end, the jury will find that the knee on the neck or the knee on the shoulder and uh, the chest on the ground was a significant contributing factor to the death. Now, if they overcome that, then the issue becomes intent. And the jury is not going to find Fischovin on intent unless they hear him testify. He has to look the jurors in the eye and say, look, I didn't intend to kill this man. I didn't intend to hurt him. I was frightened by the crowd. Doesn't matter to uh, Maxine Waters. I thought he might jump up at me. They have to hear an explanation. Yeah. And so by not putting and they focused all the attention on causation. And I think the end result will probably be a conviction, though I can't be sure. Now, the judge should throw out the second-degree murder charge. There is no evidence of second-degree murder. And if the jury convicts of second-degree murder, it will and should be reversed on appeal. But there is a possibility of... And, of course, America City should burn, according to Maxine Waters. Third-degree murder, although I think that would be wrong, too. The most likely result and the most just result, based on the evidence that I've seen, would be a manslaughter conviction, and that would probably result in all kinds of demonstrations. And, and, and uh, so Democrat-endorsed uh, violence. Okay, it's time to uh, invite our special guests, Diamond and Silk. Let's go ahead and uh, let's just give them a call, shall we? Hello. Hello, ladies. How are you? Rob Carson calling. Hi, Hi Rob. Rob. How are you doing? Guys, I want to I ask you this because, you know, it, it's amazing. We live in a time where uh, we suddenly are not uh, proud to, uh, you know, look at the national anthem, listen to the national anthem to stand up. Uh, we suddenly are not whatever. I think this is a terrible time. There was nothing wrong with standing during the national anthem, regardless of your color. I, I remember when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl, and we all wept with joy. We all wept with joy, and there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with it. 
Uh, I'm just I'm just sad that some people have tried to take over the narrative with regard to patriotism. But I have a feeling I, I think we're turning things around. Do you, do you kind of feel that way a little yeah. bit? Well, I think that people are starting to wake up and say, wait a minute, something is wrong. Every right. so many months we're going through the same thing. We're experiencing the same thing. What do you mean, Neil, on the flag? Wait a minute. What, what about our veterans? I mean, people are really starting to listen. You can't tell me we're born in the greatest country on earth. But then you're you got teachers uh, teaching mm-hmm. young people how to hate where they were born. We wasn't born slaves. So we don't know anything about that lifestyle. Right. Yeah. So, so so when you're teaching children that, what you're doing is you're telling them that it's okay to, to have a slave like mindset. But but they wasn't born like that. They wasn't they wasn't we don't know anything about that. And so we were born patriotic where you love your country. You know, we were in school, we stood up and we had to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. There were certain things that we, we, we had to do and now the children, young people don't have to do that these days. And so um, it's time to bring back the morals and the values of of actually being human. We got to humanize each other again. That's right. Uh, And we got to learn how to have morals and respect again uh, that have been lost in the. And and even respect for our country. If Biden had respect for our country, do you think he would open up our borders (laughs) and allow illegal aliens, minors to come across that border? That's where they can experience human trafficking, uh, uh, anything. You know, mm-hmm. just think about that for yeah, a minute. Yeah. Well, uh, here, here's the thing: what I'd say, uh, the the Biden administration is ruling against the uh, the will of the American people. Uh, I do not believe, and you know, whatever you call me a conspiracy, bring it. I will argue with you any day. The man, they say he got 81 million votes. I mean, you look at the the momentum of the Trump campaign. You look at the Biden ideas that are being rejected. He is he is ruling by executive fiat. He's got 5,000 troops in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, he is ruling against the American people. I believe that there is a fire in the belly of the American people. And that's what we have to continue to continue to burn our, our fire, the fire and the drive in us to keep our country grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we will lose. Yeah. We will lose, but it's more of us than it is of them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the deal is when you're being censored and silenced, when you, when you try to speak out and somebody tears you down, it's got to take the uprising of all of us. And yeah. I'm not talking about going up, burning up stuff, yes. but it's got to take all of our voices to speak louder right. so that the enemy can hear, hear us and see that we're not going to settle for this. Right. Let me ask you this, guys, because, uh, you know, Duante Wright, that is the new story and the yeah. new narrative. And, and, and he shouldn't have died. Uh, and, and, he, and he shouldn't have also had a warrant out for his arrest because mm. of a gun charge robbing somebody. And, and he also shouldn't have, uh, you know, resisted arrest and tried to die back mm-hmm. in the car. That's right. It is a distraction from failed Democrat policies. It's a distraction to keep black people stuck in a rut looking really messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to keep black people conforming, confined to anything that that they deem as racist. And then you have the race hustlers like the Al Sharpens come out to exploit the pain of the uh, alleged victims. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in this case, Dante Wright, uh, they were serving him a warrant. He should have complied. Had he complied, I believe in my humble opinion, he will still be with us. Now, I'm not letting any cop off the hook because yeah. she need to know or just be able to distinguish a, a gun between a, a taser and a gun. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. 
I understand when your adrenaline is rushing, yep. sometimes you're doing things so fast you don't know. I think this was a total accident yeah. based on her choosing the wrong gun, not based on race. But it was Dante that escalated this here. Right. Because if he would have just complied and went along, he was, I believe he would still be alive today. Right. But, but, but you know. You- but, Jump and you escalated, then then that's when this type of stuff happens. But, right. but the saddest thing of all, and I've got a son who's 21 years old, Dante Wright was going down that path. We've seen it time and time again. And I doubt that Dante would have lived to be 30 years old. The path that he was going, when you, mm. look, you look at the black-on-black murder rate with young men, is 13 times the national average. Right. So he, yeah, he, right. he might have not even lived to be him? 30. Go ahead. But I want to I want to bring this point out that if this lady would have used a taser, Dante could have eventually got killed in a chase. Yes. Whenever he continued to drive his car Mm. down the street. Mm. The deal is you are what you speak from your head to your feet. You attract to you what you are. Right. You can't walk around here with a gun smoking a blunt. And live in that type of lifestyle and think that you, you if you live by the sword, you're going to surely die by the sword yeah. at the end yes. of the day. That's yeah. right. And, and, and all we can do is just talk it real to you. Mm. Okay? That's all we can do. But still, with this officer, she should know the difference between a gun and a taser. Right. Yeah. And her true intent was to tase him. Right. Okay? That's yeah. right. That was an accident. And also... I don't know how long Dante would have lived, but if he continued down the path that he was going, you're right, he would not have even made it to 30. Right now in schools, they're teaching black kids that they can't achieve anything because of institutional racism. To me, it's heartbreaking because you're telling a generation of black children that they can't achieve anything because of institutional racism. And I'm going to tell you, you look at Condoleezza Rice, what she went through. You look at what George Washington Carver looked through. We have the greatest minds, the greatest athletes, the greatest performers in the history of mankind. And white people, supremacists, has always kept them down and made them feel bad about it. There is so much pride and achievement in this country, dear God in heaven. Why do we not celebrate black history and realize that those people were able to do it with much worse circumstances than this generation now? Well, not just black history, but history within itself Mm -hmm. and all history, Rob, not just black history is what I think. And you're absolutely right. Let me tell you something. Any American can obtain anything. You know, people come to this country because they have a place to come to, Mm -hmm. to run to our freedoms, our liberties. That's what they love. They love that. You know, but if the American people don't stand up for something, where are we going to run? We have no place to run. So now we have to start educating our young people and make sure we keep ourselves educated and updated. That's right. Hey, we stay in the greatest country on earth where you can achieve, achieve anything. That's right. We have to let our young people know that. And we have to start that off when they're little babes so mm-hmm. they'll know that. Because right now, there's a liberal ideology that's being pushed Come on. to keep black people stuck, yeah. to keep yep. black people on racism, and they're not going to ever be able to achieve because they want to keep them stuck in the pain of their ancestors. Again, if you alive today, we're not living as slaves. Mm -hmm. We're living as free Americans. 
Now, if we don't do something about this Biden regime, uh-huh. honey, all of us going to be slaves up in through <laughs> here. Like white, black, well, and strike Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You cannot you cannot rule against the will of the of the people. It happened in the in Germany. It happened in the Soviet Union, and and it ain't going to happen here. We are much stronger, and I know there's going to be a turning point. Now, off the subject. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I've, I'm a major cook. I've got about 100 cooking videos on the web. Is there something that you cook that you are known for, that you are famous for, that you are proud of? Can I ask you that question? You Listen, I love a good old pot of collard greens and oh. candied yams. Yes. So those are the two <laughs> things I know I can cook. Now, that's diamond. And, and for Silk, it's homemade macaroni and cheese oh. and fried crispy chicken. Yes. God Honey, bless it. Take and marinate the chicken <laughs> overnight. Yes. And then get up the next day and then take it and put it in my batter and then dip it in that mm. hot grease and it cooks up crisp. Mm. Mm. You know what I do? And I've talked to some of the I've, I've literally talked to some of the better chefs in the world. And you know what? When you're making mac cheese and my secret is about a tablespoon of bacon fat. And you know what else I do? I add a little bit of Velveeta. No, I add plenty of Velveeta. <laughs> No, we make it nice. And then you take them and you top it off with the cheese and some butter. And when oh. you put it in the oven, it makes a nice crisp oh. on top. Mm. So oh whenever you cut, when you cut down into the macaroni, yes. ooh, it's well, soft at the bottom and crisp on top. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> God bless both of you. You are terrific. I love you. I'm honored that you would even uh, pay me a, a mind to watch my show or whatever. It means a lot to me because you're wonderful. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. And you keep on, keep on with the show. And yes, we do tune in and watch you. That's all right. right. All right. Me too. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good weekend. All right. Have a great one. You bet. All right. There you go. That's uh, Diamond and Silk. They are just a, a treat. And that is a question I like to ask uh, the guests. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I asked her, I said, what are you famous for? She goes, Blueberry Cobbler. And I just think, why not? Why not? Why not open a door? And, and you know, you can know these people. You know these people. Uh, you know, they're, they're pundits. They're, you know, they're politicians. They're whatever. Ask him something that, you know, you can relate to. When you were a kid, I mean, maybe this is my white trash uh, childhood, but my mom would slice off about a half-inch thick slab of Velveeta and let me have it occasionally. <laughs> Imagine eating a slab of Velveeta. <laughs> it's just funny. All right, two real short things before I go. Two short things before I go. Some Michigan daycare owners are questioning the practicality of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's latest mandate which is masks for two-year-olds. Here is a bit of the report from WWMT Television. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has extended its epidemic order, now adding some rules for some of its... Making a two-year-old wear a mask is like trying to take a cat for a, a walk on a leash. Very youngest residents. Originally set to expire on Monday, that order will now go... Or a squirrel. ...through May 24th. Starting April 26th, two- to four-year-olds will have to wear masks while in gatherings at daycare or camps. It's going to... Quite a challenge for them to get used to the, the mask. It's also stupid and pointless. Dio Rowan has 47 years. Don't forget that. Years of experience in childcare. She says it'll be a challenge not only keeping the mask on, but explaining to kids why they need to wear them in the first place. We have to be very careful on how we explain it to them, and uh, it's just like eye will start by we wash our hands because there is a virus. And you have to terrify all people, including toddlers. You have to terrify them and make them realize that there is an unseen enemy that could kill you and your family. So put the mask on. And we want to keep everybody from getting... Can you imagine being part of this generation? 
Can you imagine growing up in this nonsense? The order asks for a good faith effort from childcare providers and camps. The owners we talked to, though, say they'll be following the guidelines. One owner has been requiring masks for her little ones since January. Some come to me and say, yes, I want my mask on. So we just go ahead and tape them on. Uh, thank you, because they see everybody else wearing a mask. Katrina Scott Vincent says it hasn't been... A little been gorilla glue there, just, it'll, it'll stick. ...and too difficult enforcing the rules, but consistency is key. We just keep putting the mask back on them, let them know, hey, safety, safety for you, safety for everyone else. And if you don't put the mask on, you'll die, and, you know, Santa Claus won't come and visit you. Okay, one more story before I go. So apparently Amanda McCormick and Linda Johnson decided to go to the dollar store. The dollar store has been uh, in a lot of, you know, headlines lately. If you got one in uh, Brooklyn Center, it's going to get looted, you know. But this happened in Tennessee where uh, Amanda's 39 years old, Linda 61, went in. They bought a bunch of stuff at the Dollar General in Maryville, Tennessee. And, uh, and they decided they would pay for it with cash in the form of a $1 million bill. <laughs> Passed off. They passed off a million dollar bill at Dollar General. Just keep the change. You could keep the nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety four thousand. Whatever. I, I just want those Pringles that are past their due date. Uh, and the refrigerator magnets. I love those. So a one million dollar bill. And the employee said, "Well, where'd you get that?" And they said, "Well, we got it from church. We got it from church." Okay. All right. Cool. So uh, you know. Anyway, she said that uh, she intended to distribute the gift cards to homeless people. They're gonna they're gonna buy home. I guess they were gonna buy gift cards to Dollar General and. Distributed them a million dollars to homeless people. Oh, can you see the employee holding it up? It's like, I don't think this is real. I just, um, you know. So they called police. And the police arrived and they said, uh, Where, where's the church you got the million dollar bill from? And uh, the, they, they couldn't answer. <laughs> they couldn't answer. It's like I would have said, you know, you guys are just too stupid to uh, arrest. I just, honestly, I can't, I can't have you in the back of the patrol car because I'll get stupid. Uh, so just go ahead here. I'm just going to shred this up real, real quick here. Now be on your way. I'm going to pat you on the head. Be on your way. Don't ever do this again. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. That's going to do it for the show this Monday. I know we've had a lot of uh, stuff to cover. Um, what I would encourage you to do is just be positive and realize that 99% of the people in this country are not like the people burning cities. And, and you and I have had enough of this nonsense. And we're going to win because good always wins. If that were not the case, then Hitler's nephew would be running Nazi Germany right now. And the Soviet Union would still be around. And, and East Berlin would still be around. And, and good will win. And we just need to be vocal. And we need to also, I'll just, I'll just say it, support your police. Support your police. Let them know. Let them know. Go buy a couple dozen bagels. Call the non-emergency number and say, hey, guys, I'm headed over with some friends to bring you guys some bagels because we want to say thank you. Because when I get up in the morning, I go in and I wear sweatpants and a jacket. No, I mean, I wear a, a suit to do my podcast. But I don't have to go in and say, is that the last time I'm going to kiss my wife and children goodbye? So... Support your police, support your military. There's nothing wrong with patriotism, and America is not racist. The people who are yelling racism the loudest are the racists. That's it. Thank you, guys. If you want to download the Newsmax app, please do so on your phone. Newsmax app is, uh, is absolutely awesome. And of course, go to NewsmaxTV.com for all your listings for your favorite shows, whether it be Stenchfield, whether it be Chris Salcedo. It's a great network. People who connect with you, they're real, genuine Great people. They really are. And I'm proud to be a part of this organization. Also, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. 
to check out this podcast every single day. In the meantime, guys, have a glorious day. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you very much. I will see you again tomorrow. You'll hear me. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.